Welcome to the first ever patio cast. Patio cast? Oh, I like that. Patio cast. Okay, so one of the things that I think is most impressive about you guys is that there's two things. One, you understand how to work in a business as a married couple, which is impressive. So a lot of people can learn from that, I feel like. And then the other piece is that you understand that you had to give up good for great. And that's not easy to do. So what was it? And I think you mentioned off camera, like through our normal conversations, uh, previous conversations of you really started to push for it in 2018. Like what was that? Yeah. Um, well, for me, it's always been just trying to move out of mediocrity and comfort. Yeah. Um, once I know I'm comfortable, then I'm, I'm sliding. Like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not improving uh, my mindset. I'm not improving my craft, uh, my skills. Like, uh, you know, I've been doing physical therapy for so long. It, it became so monotonous and so boring. Um, mm -hmm. It was not a challenge anymore. So... Um, I felt like I reached the pinnacle of that career and then I wanted to do something with Amrick. Yeah. So and you've been in physical therapy for how long? 26 years. 26 years. So if you guys think about because you're in therapy as well. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. an occupational therapist. So occupational therapist. So if you think about that, you guys got the American dream. You have yeah. three kids. You have, <laughs> you, you got the bulldog. Yeah. You've got the beautiful house fence. you got the yeah the picket yeah. fence the two and a half kids <laughs> yeah. so you have all of that yeah and you still wanted to move on from it like i think there's a lot of people in this world that have difficulty moving on from something like mm -hmm. that when they think they have an expectation for what greatness is or right. what they, they have an expectation for what their life should look like and then when they receive it it does not give them the feeling that they expected right right yeah, yeah. i would i would say that's that's very accurate yeah, it's, it's not unusual, though, for us to um, move on to, like, newer horizons and stuff like that. But we also, um, we did take a look at our finances in 2017, 18, and um, we don't have pensions or anything like that. So we started to be like, what are we going to do now? Like, because yeah. the therapy, we've done it for so long, and it's not giving us the financial security or that we really want and need. To, you know to help our kids in college and stuff like mm -hmm. that so I think that was also a big weight on our shoulders is and we also like to travel and we you know um, and we couldn't do that with three kids it was uh, it was we had to drive somewhere because we couldn't afford to you know pick up and you know w and fly even so. with the two right I mean when you think about traditional professions that provide i mean you think medical mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you think attorney maybe cpa is in right. there but like like you think of like executive level stuff like that and still you weren't satisfied financially even though you weren't making bad financial decisions right but it was just there was something else like there wasn't something important enough in your life yet that you wanted to pursue instead of money yeah so definitely it was time that, yeah and yeah. um you know, ironically, through our conversations, uh, in order to try to get more time, I was working more. <laughs> so start that, that, that is a really unique approach. Yeah. You know, <laughs> cycle. Yeah, we, um, we if that. I work more, I will have more free time. Yeah. I so think. subconsciously, I knew that I wanted more time. Yeah. And the only way that I... You know, because I've been doing do. it for, well, I'd say at that time, about 22 years, 23 years, about yeah. three years ago, four years ago, um, I started to realize that the only way that I can continue with this lifestyle is to continue working, you know, at the same amount of, of hours. hours. And if I wanted to go on a vacation, I had to work more hours mm -hmm. yeah. in order to uh, pay for that without going into debt. Yeah. And I think I tested it in 2016. I um, had three jobs. And I, I, that's why I could never get a job is because you had them all. Uh, yes, exactly. That's I why had, I had to go I, into business. That's exactly <laughs> how it is. So I had three jobs and I did that for nine months and I made an extra $16,000. And I like to this day, I regret that because I was working from seven o'clock until seven o'clock at night. I, I don't even know what happened with the kids at that time. I guess you took care of them. 
but I remember um, our daughter calling me on the way home, and I would I was like, "What am I doing?" Like she yeah. obviously missed me, and I just um, so I quit. You know, I think I still kept two jobs, but I quit one of the jobs, and all. But that's it didn't so I put in all that time and all I had to show for money wise was $16,000 which isn't a small amount of money right but it, but I learned I learned from that is it's not worth it and then it, you got to give just, it back to the IRS yeah, yeah. probably yeah exactly <laughs> yeah probably so you paid, actually work like, for free right yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> so yeah that didn't I after that I was like this is not working and then you know Kevin um, read your book and he you know brought me in and I was just like yeah we got to do something different because I've tried everything I was a manager of mm-hmm. a company I you know I was I was a assistant professor like I, I just did all these different therapy things and it ne- it always was the same it, it always led to the same outcome work really hard and not get that the money that I you know that I needed to help my family so was that the first maybe physical time that you recognized I have to pursue something that I have to pursue something different and uncomfortable to gain what I actually want. Yeah, for sure. I, I always thought that as I opposed would... to falling back into right. what we call dogma, dogma. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to fall back into just working harder right. because I feel a lot of people get caught in this wheel where when they try to escape the wheel, the wheel actually spins faster and it's more difficult to get off of. Right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, out of all our friends, I would say we're we're one of the only ones that were able to recognize this, you know, yeah. and at the age that we were able to recognize it. So, um, I think that we were blessed in that sense that we always wanted something different, and we weren't we're, we weren't afraid to go for something different. But it's not been easy. Right. Like it's no, it's no. and it's a choice every day. Yeah, everybody always says. Um, you know, you're so lucky that you have great kids, or you're so lucky that you have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where well, luckily, my, you, luckily oh, you didn't have to work for that at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. No, um, and, but my awareness level started going up because people would say that, and I knew that wasn't the case. But I started to realize where was I really good at? I was good at family. I was yeah. good at relationships. I was good at, um, uh, when I did spend time uh, with the family, I excelled at it. But then I looked at why was that, and I was always, in order to get those things, it was always uncomfortable. You had to do things or ask questions or, you know, and then when I went back to, like, finances and work, it was just comfortable. So I knew that that was an imbalance, so... That's a really good point. I didn't think of that. It was it, I was e- not e- it's not easy to do put in the hard work with your kids or, you know, do all that. Um, and we always were able to sacrifice for that. Yeah, like we I mean, we put in over 20,000 hours with patients. And yeah, that, be- that became yeah, an automatic. So that's a, that was really hard and I think that's why it took us uh, um, longer than I would have expected, but probably it took us what it needed to take us to get to where we are today Yeah, uh, at this moment in time. So I actually have no regrets about it. I'm just glad that I was aware that 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 imbalance in my life existed um, and I was able to turn off all the outside influences in our life, like our family, our friends, because everybody, they, they still think we're crazy. They do. We are. It's always good to be the weird one. Yeah, Yeah. we're the black sheep. Yeah, yeah. Because we're always like we're always seeking out new things, um, and you know, constantly challenging ourselves. And um, I think that's foreign to people. It is foreign, and it's not easy. Like it's hard to do that because you're constantly uncomfortable. Constantly, but that's where I've always, anytime, like I was saying, that imbalance. Anytime I felt uncomfortable in my life, I started making progress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you go towards the uncomfortable and you just get over that hill. Yep. That's that's where the sweet spot is, and we've done that enough now yep. that we know, like when we get down and stuff like that, and we get um, upset or whatever it is, um, we just say stick with it. It's that it's right over there. It's, it's is is this something you guys consciously talked about? We did. We did. Um, remember, we, we, we would talk because we were. Who brought it up first? I think it was me, right? And how did you receive that? 
Well, I because a lot of people are scared of that conversation that I want something different. Well, that's there's one a thing lot of insecurity yeah, in that conversation. Yeah. I think that's one thing where Kevin and I are not afraid to, and me especially. Oh, I just get in there. If you know, (laughs) if I have a question, I just ask it, or I just blurt it out, or however. And then Kevin will, you know, he's such a saint. He'll just he'll take it on, and he'll be like, "Okay, here we go." Yeah. You know, so I think that I'm good at that. You know, in terms of yeah. um, But you were always looking for something different. But I think we were just so busy when our kids were little, you know, and we didn't, and we were very, you know, um, we were very focused on that when they were little. Yeah, and like the type, we're in skills, like the jobs that we have um, suit our personalities well, like Mm -hmm. we're problem solvers. And, you know, when you're a therapist, you are solving problems. So, you know, that that definitely... um, Again, but you get pulled back into that comfort zone of doing that. Um, so, but when you do it for as long as we've done it, it, it just becomes monotonous. Yeah, um, well, and the challenge is is not there. So, I think it was, you know, easy boredom. for us to start asking questions and boredom setting in with specific to profession. Um, I think that yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's accurate. it's definitely you just if you're not happy, you have to go towards why you're not happy. Like you, you have to do that or else you're just going to become, keep in the same spot, you yeah. know? And I don't know why, we, I don't know exactly why we chose to do that. I think it's just who we are. Um, but you I mean, also, you don't know what the catalyst was for wanting to change? Because one of the things I was going to ask, because you kind of led into it right there without knowing it, was that what made you okay with moving on from something that you were very good at because a lot of people aren't okay with just, I mean, to put it out there, just to suck at something. Because when you start something new, yeah. and in your case, you guys chose real estate, yeah. when you when you first start something, you're not gonna be good at it. No, no, and that's no. really- So how do you go, how do you go, like how, how, what is a tangible step that you can take from, I am moving from something I am very, very good at, but potentially peaked out on, yep. to quote unquote risk, Mm-hmm. into moving into something that I'm not good at but has an unlimited ceiling. Like, well, what is a step that you can take to get there? Because there's a lot of people that go, well, I need that 50 grand a year. Well, everybody needs the 50 grand a year. Right, right. Until you no longer do because you chose to do something different. So what's that step that you're able to take? Well, it's, it's first it's recognizing that uh, you have a fear of loss, like, you, you know, of losing that in that scenario, 50 grand. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, but you, you have to have the awareness that, uh, beyond that fear is the life that you want, um, yeah. that, that gives you an unlimited potential, you know, whereas I realized. So that, you had to create that picture of the life that you actually yeah. wanted. Yeah. So and you guys had to talk I knew and actually de- and, and develop that, correct. not discover it, develop right. it. Yeah. And that took, that took multiple years of just being honest about that and then realizing that um, I have capped out in that particular space. I, you know, I can't, I mean, I could, I could have, we, we talked about that. I could have started franchising physical therapy businesses, um, you know, and, and doing it that way, but uh, that would have taken away from the family. Um, so I didn't want to do that. So, um, I was looking at things that would start giving me more time for less work. That's good for the recording. Yeah. Yeah. Smack the. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody with headphones. But that's where I knew I was very aware that I was tapped out at what I could get out financially from what I was doing currently. Mm -hmm. So then I started looking for other vehicles. Um, and, and I, I think you have to be aware of what your actions are affecting your family. Cause yeah. that's why I took on three jobs. I wanted to make more money. And then, um, there's a bee right around my head. No. So I took on three jobs. I wanted to make more money. And then I saw what it did to my family. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I had to, for me, I had to actually go through that, the steps of that and watch it hurt my family. Sorry, family. 
And then I could say, oh, that's not good. I don't like that. Yeah. And then make the change because I love them so much that I had to. Mm -hmm. Like it was for me, it was just that, that was it. I was just like, no, I'm not gonna end up like this. And then the other thing too is I've worked with so many um, older therapists and I would say, oh, I don't, I don't wanna be going into a daycare when I'm 60. Cause I, I, and I would see these older therapists and I would just say, nope, nope, not gonna do it, not gonna do it. And so I just kept looking for other ways to not have that. Yeah. So that those were my two drivers of um, change. I, I, you have to have some sort of driver to change. Yeah, and I think with, um, I have, I'm very good at like looking at the end of the line and then saying to myself, you know, you're, you're on your deathbed. Um, do I have any regrets? Yeah. You know, and then like when I was starting to feel like I was tapped out with doing the physical therapy and feeling really comfortable in that space and, you know, being unchallenged. Yeah, it was, there was definitely that door where it was like, that's an easy option. So the, <laughs> so the loss of challenge really, yeah. it, it created a feeling that you it, could actually pay attention to. Because emotion and feeling is really what is our mover. It's what causes us to yeah. move. So, yeah, so the, in your case would be pain. Pain's the, pain, greatest, pain's the single greatest mover right. of someone ever. My worst case scenario would be at the, you know, at the end of my life and saying that I chose the easy path, mm. knowing that. But I was at that crossroad where I could choose right, a different path, yeah. swing for the fences, but I didn't. Okay, so you stated and you agree that pain was a, a, catalyst, a catalyst mover for you. Yeah. Sure. So if someone's in a relationship and they're having difficulty communicating that to their spouse, like what would you say is a good way to approach having those difficult conversations? Because a big and we're gonna and we're gonna get into this. Obviously, a big focus of this is uh, the financial favor. So we're gonna get into finances here. But a big piece leading up to that is just having that conversation. You'd be blown away by how many people that I work with they have absolutely no financial conversations whatsoever. Yeah, they have separate accounts. They don't know what the other person has. They don't know what they have. They have absolutely no financial literacy and financial IQ, and it's the most taboo topic that they can possibly talk about. Right. right. So how would you, especially since you guys have done it and done it so well and moved into a place of not only financial stability, but thriving mm -hmm. above and beyond anything that the comfortability or the goodness of the jobs that you've had mm -hmm. could have ever provided, even though that was peak job like peak right, job yeah, titles right, yeah like yeah. what people strive for and dream of and they're like hey go to school get a good job like that's, that's what i that's, that's what i strove for that's yeah. what you strove for and you yeah. achieved it yeah. yeah i swung for the fences achieved it and then and realized went, <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't any direction a bigger that, fence this right. it wasn't any direction <laughs> yeah. that i wanted right. yeah right so how do you how do you open up having those difficult conversations with a spouse or a loved one that you are directly yeah attached with because you're at risk at that point if you're not willing to have that conversation right you could be like that the rest of your life mm -hmm. yeah but what will probably happen is divorce, divorce or breakup right. sure that's, that's what will actually happen so how do you how do you have those difficult conversations yeah, that way that's not that. the path you end up mm -hmm. um so what i did in the beginning this was in about 2016 when i was working mm -hmm. like crazy i actually started work on myself um, and I kind of got my head on straight in terms of like my thoughts and my feelings and really understanding what I wanted out of life. And I yeah. think, and Kevin and the, I about a, you know, nine or 10 months later started to do the same thing and we were actually not doing it together. And then a, a couple months into him starting to work on himself, then we were able to start to have some awareness. Right. But that you cannot help anyone unless you help yourself first. Yeah, you exactly. must first help yourself and then, and it took a year of us working on it separately. Is that an awareness that you have because of the field that you're in? Yeah, I think it helps. I think it helps. You've been, I, you've been trained and you can yes. only give what you have overflowing. Yeah, I really do yep. think that what That's we, point. it was, it's almost like our secret weapon of self-awareness is because we, that we have to draw that out of people all day long. You guys are so lucky. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so fun. It goes back to luck. It goes back to luck. It's so fun to work on yourself. Yeah. Point out your flaws. So awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think that was the that was a huge turning point in our relationship. Um, we always had our our bank account was always together, but we always fought about money. That was our if we had a, something we were gonna fight about, that's what we fought about. Because you just didn't know how to handle it, and we didn't have enough of it, or we didn't think we did, or we mismanaged it. Not terribly. We never, we never mismanaged yeah, money. Not, we just yeah. never had an abundance of it. Have you ever yeah. been told that? There's no right amount of money. I've come to realize that. Yeah, I've come to realize that. I want you to think about it. You either have too little or you have too much. Yeah. Well, you know, now, it's problems. far better to have the problem of too much, right. in my experience. Yeah. But you never have the right amount of money. No, you don't. If you don't have enough, you have not enough problems, right? Right. So where's rent? Where's lunch? Yeah. Where's the next resource? There's that stress or anxiety, that feeling in the bottom of your throat mm -hmm. where you don't sleep. And if you have too much... And you get that first tax bill, you go, how do I protect this? I'm upset about this. I worked for yeah, that. It's just a different yeah. type of problem. Right. So you either have the type of problem where you don't know where lunch is coming from, or you have the type of problem where the boat that goes inside my other boat broke down. So right. it's just a matter of which problems that you have. There is no right amount of money. So a lot of people seek, right? They're really searching for this uh, stasis of just comfort in i need this amount of money where well, you know right. where, you know where i'm going yeah, with this here. <laughs> you know exactly my baseline right so if i could just get to this amount of money i will feel good right. if this then that if i complete this i will feel that right when in reality you're just setting an internal expectation when you reach that number what happens well you, it steps up right it the number up, just yeah. increases so at first what I would love to discuss, because this will be really impactful for a lot of people, is when we first started working together, your baseline was ten grand. Mm -hmm. I will. I am okay if I have ten grand liquid available in my pocket, ready to go at any point. Yeah. What's that number now? It's actually zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yes, it's it's higher, or but I I don't think about it anymore. You don't think about it anymore. I don't really. I now don't. why? Now I'm glad you said that. Why don't you think about it anymore? Because money doesn't rule me anymore. Uh, it's no longer your God? It's no, it, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's really not. And um, it's just not. I, I'm not worried about it. Um, and if I do get a little worried, then Kevin and I talk. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then it goes away. And I just, you know. So you have, I think it's funny. That, like, if I could just have ten grand consistently. Oh, I was I like will, crazy. I was I psycho will, it about was, it. If it was at 9998 Nine, there was a problem. There was a problem. Yeah, there was, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a problem. Yeah. And now, and now you understand, like you make more than you've ever had. Mm -hmm. you, you've kept more than you've ever had. You have more assets than you've ever had. You have more net worth than you've ever had. And you just pointed out that still that feeling will occur. It does. And that's, that's, I don't know if that will ever go away. And No, it doesn't now, because yeah. there's no right, right there's no, amount exactly, of money. I see. Yes, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's never going away. That's yes. why I still have it, but then it goes yeah. away in and terms, that, you know, I don't That's worry. what's so impressive about you guys is because you've come to realize that you are the value. The dollar yep. isn't. Right. You actually put it to work. It doesn't put you to work. Right. And once you're able to flip that and turn that and understand it. Yeah. You have the ability yeah, and to it, do it anything is, that you want. Uh, it is nice because I don't have really a, a money amount. Um, yeah. And I, so that's like Amrick had the scarcity mindset with money, but I always had uh, the idea that money was just the re result of your focus. Like what, you know, it always came yeah. after what you were doing. And mm -hmm. I never really cared about as long as my family was happy, I was happy and I was spending quality time with everybody, you know. Yeah. So that would help Amrick because she would, uh, or I would recognize her, you know, the, the money trigger. And then I would uh, be able to help her in that because we were, again, aware, paying attention to each other. Lucky. <laughs> So, using our eyes and our so ears so lucky and making so changes lucky. and decisions oh, and recognizing yeah. pain so she and she recognized in me mine wasn't a, a money fear mine was a, a fear of uh looking stupid or not knowing how to do something mm. like i have to be buttoned up and uh, otherwise i feel like or i'm afraid that i'm going to fail the person that i'm trying to help if it's that type of a thing or I'm going to fail myself. So she recognized that and then she was able to help me. So we were, it was like a perfect, 
Um, you guys pair. work. You get. You work, we work together. together on, we really on, work together on the, on the most basic level. So it's just natural that we work together in business. And I saw that you didn't in the beginning. You were like, no. And I was like, we are very good together. I know. I fought it because yeah. he's too much of a perfectionist, <laughs> and I didn't want to deal with that. So we've had. I think you could have said that better. Sorry. Uh, but, you know I love you, but. <laughs> Okay, but so, you've let go of that have, perfectionism have, a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing how yeah. much. Or if you start to get there, you actually catch yourself and you're like, okay, I know, you know, whatever. We keep talking about it. We talk a lot. We so talk what? A lot of talk. So what? Key, so that's you keep leading into exactly where I want to go. Oh, Thank yeah. you for that. And you're making this very simple. When you're discussing things, what you're doing is you're you're overcoming shame. So there's a lot of shame mm -hmm. yeah. in finance. There's a lot yes. of shame in money because people don't know how it works. They've been taught the wrong things. Mm -hmm. They have spite. They have frustration. They have resentment towards it. Like to the point where they actually hate it and they just wish that it didn't right. like be, they wish it wasn't needed. Yeah. Right. So what allowed you to overcome so the only way shame can exist is in darkness and silence. And the second you speak it out, it has no power. Right. So how were you able to overcome that? Because, again, two, right. two therapists, two top-tier job that everybody wants, American dream, mm -hmm. and not happy with it. Well, we so there has to yeah. be some sort of like shame or despair that was somewhere in there that you had to overcome. Because if you look around, if you look around you and everybody else is going... They got everything. Right. How could they possibly? They're just ungrateful. And mm -hmm. then you start doubting yourself and you think like, maybe I am ungrateful. Like, how did you overcome that? Because there's so many people that get stuck where they're at because of what you just said. Mm -hmm. As I had like, not that you had to be right, but you had to be ready. You had to be prepared. You had to be, you, I think the way you put it was buttoned up. Buttoned up. So many people have that, which goes back to how are you able to make a change and be okay with sucking at something? Right. Because you've been good at something for so long. Your your catalyst was pain. Yeah. So how did you have that conversation or overcome that shame? Because that was going to be a thing, especially if you're talking about money. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, again, it, it leads to, and if, you know, like someone's listening to this, they, they have certain skill sets. And going back to what you're good at. Like we're good at being therapists and yeah. I understand. So my fear and I try to work on perfection all the time and, and it's an un, unattainable you know, uh, skill. You're never going to be perfect. Yeah. But so for me, it was just I always knew that continuous improvement was better than delayed perfection. You know what I mean? Like if you could just keep moving in the right direction, keep asking questions, keep being uncomfortable with yeah. with the conversations um and and recognizing emotional triggers that's kind of how we work through it like we knew we were like if we were so, you pra so practice. practice it was just, yeah, practice. It was just practice and it was day. writing for me it was working with you and writing down mm -hmm. my what my financial or what my triggers were in terms or what my past was about money so we actually correlated your emotional mm -hmm. essentially financial trauma it was trauma. It was to it was like what what trauma. your real opinion with money was. I remember that conversation and going like, "What? What do you really think about money?" And you're like, "Oh no, I'm fine with it. I'm positive about yeah, it. It's I good." Said that was the and then everything thought, you wrote yeah. down was negative. Was, and we're like, I, I "That's really pages. interesting." I have two pages of neg what I thought about money, and it was all based in negativity fear, or lack, fear, 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 scarcity. Yeah. It's gonna go away. It's a pot. It's a pile, and I'm I have to work hard. You know, whatever. It's hard to I, make and it's hard to keep. It, yeah, I mean, anything you thought about negative money, it was the enemy. And I had it took me a week. I was like mad at you because you were like, <laughs> "Come on, Amrick, you got to write it down." And I I was like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Finally did it, of course. And uh, and then I kept that. I, yeah? Yeah. And I haven't really had to read it over, mm -hmm. you know, because it's really gone. Like, yeah. I, I feel at, at peace with money now, but that was necessary for me. You didn't necessarily have to do that because you didn't have the fear I had. But if you have fear, it doesn't really matter what it is. But if you, if you need to work on your finances, you have to face the fear of, of money. Right. Or else you will not move on. And I see it in my family. Um, my family is very fear fearful of money, and and they're suffering because of it. And right. I um, I recognize it because I was once there, and there's not much I can do about it, you know. But I mm -hmm. at least I can recognize it and and 
maybe if I can help, I'll help. But um, you have to write it down and you have to face it. So now that you've overcome that, what has shifted in your daily life because of that? Because a lot of people believe that, oh, I just want more money. It's actually not what they want. Mm -mm. They want what they perceive the money is going to give them. Right. Or the feeling that the, right. Right. So for me, that's real easy. Like I, oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> it's a bee. I, for me, it's a bee. It's a bee. It's a bee. It's a bee. Okay. So for me, I am this so. This is why you do podcasts outside. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more creative, so what I what that the like yeah, you're the more creative than me. <laughs> <laughs> He's not competitive. I agree with that. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. In some things, I am. <laughs> I'm more creative, so I that that fear. I had no idea how much that fear was holding my creativity back, um, and I definitely there's a, there's a subconscious I mean, it weight. It was insane. I I can't even believe it. Um, how much that fear was was there and. I, I'm mad at myself because whatever I forgive myself, but I sometimes get mad because I think how much more creative and what I could have accomplished mm -hmm. if I didn't do this sooner, if I didn't have this this conversation about money, yeah. like this this random thing that like just just like chained me down. Um, Most people never have that conversation. Yeah, and I'm grateful. I'm mm -hmm. grateful that I had it, and I'm grateful that I was, you know, we were strong enough to like face it and all those things. But the, for me, it was the creativity. I, it wore me out because I was I was worried and I was I was in a state of fear about when my next paycheck was going to come. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have any of that. And if I do, it goes away very quickly. Yeah, because you're aware of it. I'm aware. You have of a it. pattern interrupt for it, and you have a conversation. Yes. And... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's my my thing. That that it opened up my world. And I see things much clearer, and I have more peace. So. I think that's going to be impactful for a lot of people. There's a lot of people feeling that. I There's think a lot so of people too. really trying to solve their problems with money. You don't solve problems with money. You just arrive to your problem in a Bentley when you have money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yes. Good way of that's just how that that's right. how that works. No, you don't. Have, you actually have to find Mercedes. <laughs> I like your taste. Yes. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I like your taste. Yes. Um, people don't, people don't realize that they're like my money, money, extra money will solve this problem for me. Yeah. They, they just arrive to their problem in a nicer vehicle. Right. And then they still have to solve their root problems. That's why money just makes you more of who you are. It doesn't actually cause any quote unquote dismay or people think that, oh, money will ruin you or change you. It doesn't actually change you. It actually exposes you. So if you're an insecure person, Ooh. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pursue right. all the things, all the right. earthly things. And if you're a secure person, you're gonna you're gonna give. Mm -hmm. You're gonna find more fulfillment. Right. The people around you are gonna have better lives, and you're gonna pursue a mission that is more important than the outside word of others. Right. Which is a really exciting place to be. Yeah, and that's that's how we feel. Like we, yeah, we, we yeah. are yeah. genuinely excited because we the, the the opportunities that we're you know that have started to come into our sphere are amazing yeah. um and it, 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 it you know for it was great for for Amrick to get because money was never i always knew i could make money i just knew there yeah. were better ways to make money yeah, so to work 800 hours a week to do I want. yeah <laughs> but I, yeah because that was my only skill set i thought you know but i did i did realize that um if there was i obviously i didn't have a skill set to get away from working more hours in order to get more money so that I could somehow get more no time. time. <laughs> yeah, so. I could save enough while it's depleting to have more time. Wait, what? Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no amount of evidence there would, you know, would explain to me that I was, you know, but I was aware that I was doing it wrong, but I just didn't have the answer as to what or how about, to, you know, how do I go about changing that uh, or creating that pattern interrupt? Yeah. But I knew that if, <laughs> Find someone that's doing and living the life that I want, and go ahead and pay them. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. find you're, somebody that's you're doing gonna, what you want. Right. So once again, you've led into exactly <laughs> yeah. where I wanted to go. And the question I was going to ask is: for people, a lot, a very common thing that I hear is, "Oh, it's going to take so long." Oh, it's right. going to like. What do you mean? It could, it could, you know, what if I have to do this for five years? But they're okay with essentially being the frog boiling yeah. for forty years. Right but they don't recognize how little time it actually takes 
to make a shift to make a real improvement. Right. You've basically been in this full time for two years. Yeah, yeah, solid two years. And the next question I have is, what's it like to make a hundred thousand dollars in a single day? <laughs> that's over a year. That's you made a year's salary. Yeah. In twenty four hours. Yep. Well, I didn't believe you. <laughs> Now you have to because you can't argue the number. I do because yeah. it totally happened. Yeah, we actually had that conversation. Um, so for anybody that's going like, oh, it just takes too long or, yeah. you know, like what if like, what if it's not for me and all these things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 18 so, months later, $100,000 a day. Yeah, it, day. It does happen. It does, uh, yeah, it is real. It's a real thing. It, it is, is a real, real thing. It's real. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. That's um, a year's yeah. salary. I know. I still find it. It's so crazy. You could take the next 364 days off and make more than you did last year. Right. Yep. That's how I look at it. And you go, (laughs) I'm going golfing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Going to give me a new set of clubs. Right. I'm going to get a new bag. Uh, Well, and before. Going to go through the custom process. It's going to be amazing. But before that deal landed for us, we were thinking that. Like we were talking about, like, let's join a golf club. Let's start. Let's, you know, let's. We were. I was actively having the conversation of. Developing the life that you wanted. Developing the life. And then believing in myself and the ability of us as a team to go ahead and start cutting back my hours, you right. know, letting yeah. that go. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I just, it's a process. It I is think, a process. It, you know, you can't just like let go of that without having something in place. But mm-hmm. the last two years, that's what we've been working towards is putting something in place so we can let all that other stuff yeah. go. Yeah. Just practicing. It's just, practicing, just kept practicing every day, every the skills single day. That we were learning. We just kept practicing them. And there was many deals we, I walked away from because I knew that that was not, I could have made money on them, but it was a deal that was not going to bring us peace. Peace, right. So when, was, when you developed that picture of what your life, what you wanted your life to look like, what you were really doing was creating a picture in a direction, a North Star, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. And that way, anything that even, if it could possibly even provide for you, if it didn't fit that direction, you were able to shut that door. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got really... Because yeah. you were no longer at the mercy exactly. of... Money. 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 Right. Yeah, and actually no. We called that's, it exactly that. It was our North Star. It's like, our North Star, our, yeah. Like, for us, character is so important. Well, that's what actually puts the weight to your words. That's why it's so important that people are hearing this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it's if we say we're going to do something, we do it and we figure it out. And that's just what we do. For, or if we commit to something, that's just, you know, that's who we are. And I think I think our, our W-2 jobs for that because we're good at we're good at, you know, doing that. We're good at, we sign a contract, you do it, you know? So, but now because we're, we're, we're free to think of how we want, we're free to think of um, ourselves as business people. You know, we own a business, you know, soon to own multiple businesses. Like that's, it just, um, it's more free, but it, it takes, steps to get there so it's not like we just woke up one day and we're like oh we're not going to do therapy anymore yeah like we had to start and we, we had just you know. took a small step and you started to practice yeah yeah, yeah. you have to do that and, and you didn't and, have to be good at it oh no yeah because the last time i i'm just trying to remember the last time i tried something for the first time and was great at it other than fencing uh i'm gonna be so good but i'm just trying to figure, i'm trying to figure out the last time i tried something and i was just great at it the first try like it's just not how it works no, it doesn't, it doesn't work. work that way And it's just okay. And the reason that people don't do that is because of pride and how they look. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't want their opinion of others' social status of themselves to drop. Like, that's the scariest thing in the world. That was my biggest fear. That was Kevin. And then he would get mad at me because I would say, let's just do it. And he'd be like, but you you just, you know, that was a big struggle with us. Because I just jump in. Yeah, that was my struggle. And then yours was the 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 finance. Yeah. The the dollar amount. The dollar amount. I don't want to sway you one way or another in this question. But would you say or would you agree with that the wolf and the the pain inside your head was far worse than in reality? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. No, I, listen, you are the greatest salesman, you know, you as a person, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the bullshit stories you make up in your head. Oh, yeah. You are an expert so salesman. It. So good at it. So, <laughs> you you, you sell will find yourself a way to hurt yourself. On that every day. And the mm-hmm. minute you stop listening to that wolf or whatever voice in your head, all of a sudden you've got peace yeah. and then you're open to new ideas. Like, yeah. 
open to seeing the not world easy. in a different way. Not uncomfortable, but if you're honest, you will yeah. shut that sales. And that's out. how you overcome. So one of the exciting pieces about this is that you don't eliminate fear. You just no, over, right. you overcame it. You understood yeah. I can have awareness and understand why I'm feeling like this. I can add a pattern interrupt trigger thought yeah. mm-hmm. and then add in a physical action step or a physical piece of movement and mm-hmm. that will equal fear overcome. Yeah. yeah, we do that all the time. That's, yeah. It's how we, we live our lives. Like anything that comes up that's really tough. I tend to take a day and just process it and mm-hmm. you know, and then I figure out a, a way around you know not around it you have to go through it yeah you can't hide any of you like like no because that would just be you arriving in the bentley exactly yeah you can't hide it you have to you have to feel the feel whatever it is feel the feeling and then you have to kind of move on from it what's it like not being in a rush every day it's kind of, sometimes it's bad because sometimes I have like <laughs> like I have things to do and I'm like oh I'm like I'm running late. Would you consider that an unforeseen benefit of the change? Like you didn't realize like you didn't realize that you were in a hurry all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you have a different pace of life. Yeah. Even I, if maybe you're recognizing that right now because we've we never are. really talked about it. Yeah. Because I think I feel like I'm still. A I get to bit watch that. I get to watch the different pace. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, yeah. I literally yeah. like met my mailman for the first time like a couple of months ago. I was like, "Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do every day." <laughs> yeah. At this time, I've What's never that? actually seen my I've house. I've never at seen eleven thirty, you, you know, yeah. in the day. You know, it was like, oh. so yeah, that was definitely an unforeseen thing for me. Uh, but recognizing it, and then I like it. <laughs> Yeah. you know i think i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna stick with that yeah. yeah yeah the pace though is different and i just like it um that i have more time with the kids yeah you've eliminated hurry yeah yeah, yeah and i actually make dinner and i don't have to do it in like a certain amount of time like i yeah. have time to do it you know all the things that i like to do i i'm starting to do again you know what will end up happening from that what? they'll do it yeah yeah the kids will do it yeah our son max he wants that lifestyle he doesn't want the hurried lifestyle he wants to enjoy things you know enjoy the moment Mm -hmm. that's what we've learned Mm -hmm. we've really learned to enjoy he wants to buy his time but what you do is you end up buying your time back yeah Yeah. that's really what you do that's really what the money does i think that's where we're at now now that's our next phase like buying our our time because now we you're well into it it now yeah yeah we are Yeah. yeah, we've had and anytime we've had that discussion about money, that's always what I've said to Amrick was just buys us options, just yeah, options. yeah money, money buys. And like options. that was a, a a pattern interrupt for me. Anytime I was having fears about anything, I would just say, you know, just you know, just solve more problems, <laughs> make more money, <laughs> and give myself more options. I could yeah. care less what the number is, but yeah, you know, uh, but you, yeah. I don't really it, care about the number anymore. That's got to feel good. What's that actually feel like? So free. Just free. It's just free. That's, that's, I. I mean, that's the greatest possible summation of it. It's (laughs) just free. It's just free. Because when you are in financial bondage, it is. It's awful. Mentally crippling. It's really, and what I, like I said, I know. Which becomes physically crippling. It does. It ends up becoming disease. Yep. Yeah, because then even at the grocery store, you're like, I can't buy that. Yeah, you gotta check the app first. Right, it's no good to. Seventy percent of like people's that. financial goals should be based around not having to check their bank app when they're yeah. at the grocery store. Yeah, it's so true. If you could just start there, it's a good place. If you could it, just that start there. because then you feed, provide for your family, right? The mm-hmm. basics. Then you don't have to worry about that, and then you move on to the next thing. And now you're taking thing. care of the, you know, the hierarchy of, you know, self care. Right. The hierarchy yeah. of yeah, needs. Yeah, like the needs. Yeah, yeah. the needs. Yeah. Shel- wait, food? No, shelter? No, food, shelter, <laughs> clothing, Maslow. Yeah, so, Maslow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that. That is. I see that now so clearly. It's just so so crazy. And but I have to work on not trying to change other people, but just like plant seeds now. Mm. Like maybe seeds of a different way of of thinking and feeling okay that it, you don't have to accept it. They're you know it's okay that, they have to discover you know, it on their own yeah 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 if you can plant the seed and it can grow but if they don't discover it on their own if it's not earned it won't be kept right correct right yeah that's exactly so. what i was about to say 
Yeah, that's true. So that's kind of where I'm at now, too. I'm trying to enjoy my time, figuring out, you know, yeah. how to help other people and yeah. help our family. It's a good place. <laughs> so what's your immediate goal before the end of the year? I want to own a commercial building. Yeah, you want to own a commercial building. Mm -hmm. I, th I love that. What's yours? Golf you want to uh, hey, no, say go. You know what I love about that is he actually went back to creating his direction and picture. Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, Instead well, of yeah. being focused on a thing. Yeah. Yeah, mine's a thing. Yours was a thing. <laughs> it's okay. But that's okay. No, I really just want to own something like big. That's kind of okay. And then why? I have no idea. Is bigger I'm, better? No, it's just I just like the idea of it. I don't. I just like the idea, and then eventually I'll it would be cool it. to get to the root of that. To think about it. Yeah. More thinking. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I wait. can't wait. Yeah. How yeah. I mean, it's uh, somehow it symbolizes something because I see it in my head. I see mm -hmm. a commercial building in my head. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, definitely pursue that. I am obviously a huge yeah, fan of you yeah. know, large commercial buildings, but I think I yeah. see other people doing that and I maybe I perceive them as successful mm -hmm. you know so I'm maybe I'm trying to emulate them or yeah. something and there's a piece of the strategy too of like you know protecting capital obviously you yeah know, you that's know, when you true. start making more and more but yeah yeah getting the money moving for sure yeah yeah I just want to maybe I just want to it's as simple as I want to own something big and you do know, something so, different you want to know something I've learned after working with literally 10,000 students which is still stupid to say out loud yeah is the person so there's tip, there's typically two types of people, right? There's the one that will take, you know, two or three weeks to develop a business plan and then want to stick to it. And then there's the person who develops a picture of what they want. Mm -hmm. Each one can write it down. The one who gets it is the person who developed the picture of what they want, but not the business plan. Yeah. Because the yeah. business plan person is so focused on process yep. that they can't come off of it and they can't make a rigid change. Like they just stay very, very rigid. Right, they, right. they can't. They can't be flexible, is what right, I mean. Yeah. And the other person who just developed, like, oh, this is what I want—a picture of what I want—and they can change all kinds of things throughout their mental foundations. They have their awareness, their mental cognition, their business and life principles, their discipline and habit, and then their process. Mm -hmm. They are able to work through any one of those things at any given time because they're like, oh, this will get me closer to what I want. This will get me closer to what I want. This will get me closer to what I want. And the other person's going, no, I have to stick to this because right. that's what I developed. Yeah. So yeah, creating so, flexibility right. and like, so that's what's so cool of working with you guys and seeing you guys together is because you guys do that. Yeah, yeah we do do that. Well, and that's, that's like, crazy. You, that's do, literally you, what you do I that. Do. You just developed a picture and you were like, I'm going to put a little plan together and how to get there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's exactly that's how actually I what it. you're doing. That's exactly yeah. what I'm Because I envision it. I'm like, That's oh. what's so cool about it. Yeah. You're like, you know what will get you more golf? Big old medical building. Right. Yeah, like how cool. Yeah, like, and I'm open to receiving. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, I just see this building in my head, and then you're right. Kevin would. That's what it would create. He, it would, would create more golf for Kevin. Yeah. yeah. And I could, you know, and I, I do wanna, I want some other things. We'll talk. And then about you'd that. have your all your, you'd have all your options then. Well, that's great. Right. I want more things than just golf. <laughs> I actually am not I'm not works. a thing orientated. I just want I want peace. So like I know, I yeah, think that's mean, it. The medical building, I think they'll bring in some revenue, it'll you yeah, know, it's, taxes. It's, it's like going to that. bring a perceived level of options and peace for you. Right. It's actually lifestyle. Yeah. Like that. It's more lifestyle. That's yeah, what I'm so learning. It wasn't the money again, it was what perceived mm -hmm. the money would give you. Yeah, it's really about our lifestyle. Amrick's gonna get something that gives her ten thousand dollars a month. I know it. Yeah, yeah, I just know. I just so know. Somebody's gonna it. come back to that I one one building. Yeah. <laughs> that net ten. That's probably that, what it is. That baseline. Oh my god, maybe it is. Oh, that's so deep, deep rooted. Oh no. <laughs> okay, we'll have to talk about that in our next call. So something. Next <laughs> call. So something I want to do at the end of each podcast here is I want you to share something with the audience that you believe would move them forward. Obviously, you don't know who they are. Right. So typically, you know, it's going to be something from your heart or experience or principle based. But what is something that you believe that they could practice or think of that would help move them forward in their finances? 
or or escape their well what's our mission our mission is to end financial suffering right Right. so what is it that will help them move away from their financial suffering so for me i would say um it's okay to think differently than your friends and family that's because that is um, i can speak to that I always thought I was the, like, my my family was the black sheep, and I realized I'm the black sheep of Yeah, the you want to be the weirdo. You want to be the <laughs> yes. weirdo. Yeah. And it's really hard, but once you embrace it and you accept it, you actually are going to help your family. Mm-hmm. You actually will help them, but it's not easy being the weird one. It's not. And, and like, throughout my whole, I, I think back of my childhood, um... You know, I was always the different one, and I really thought everybody else was different, and that's not the case. Um, and I've come to accept it, and I've come to embrace who I am, and gone through all those experiences. But it's not easy to be different. But the benefits of being different and having the courage to do that and be and live a life that you feel is important helps a million other people in in your in your in your circle. It really helps more people than you can even imagine so be okay thinking differently than the people immediately around you yeah you have to be okay with it um and you'll be happier what about you just understanding that success lies on the other side of that fear whatever that fear is Mm -hmm. you know insert your fear that that's you're you're going to be successful once you get rid of that once you turn off the wolf in your head because that's all it is it's just stories that you're selling yourself um and once you turn either turn that off or um you face your fear and honestly uh, look at it and then overcome it that's when things will start working whatever in, in, in finances relationships that's pretty much it yeah, like move like towards the, the fear. I think that's a viable step. Yep. Maybe people, people will be able to immediately apply that yeah. and make a change. Yeah, because yeah. you can easily identify what you're fearful of if you're honest. It's already there. You can just yeah. ask yourself, what am I hiding from? Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you ask yourself, what am I hiding from? It's usually right behind that question. It is. <laughs> it's right Whatever there. comes first, you're welcome. Yeah, you working. can even break it down to like the day. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> On Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, what is it that you're afraid of that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then that's a good place to start. I think that's a great place to start. 